Hello and welcome to Sailor Time to Pause. So what? And I'm here with Gracie and Elizabeth. Hello, Gracie and Elizabeth. Hello. Hello, Sam. How are you both? Good. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm drinking coffee with oat milk in it, which oh, isn't that nice. Oh, no. You can't milk an oat. Why do you have oat milk? Oh, I'm just tr- I'm trying to see if this helps me. Okay. Okay. Last couple of weeks before I birth a child. Fair dues. Um, if it's for health reasons, I do not stand yeah. in judgment. If people yeah. voluntarily choose to have oatmeal in their coffee, <laughs> I've got issues. <laughs> but it is it is a good question, Gracie. Like, can you milk an oat? No. No. I don't even know how they make oat milk. <laughs> Tiny, tiny hands. Have you got a joke for Gracie? I think a joke is a very loose term. Okay. Let's just call it maybe a humorous statement. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so based on the themes of the last month of the podcast, I have, first one, you ready? Gird your loins, get ready for this. The truth about oil rigging, the system is rigged. Yeah, that's the least. That, uh, yeah, okay. It's awful, isn't it? <laughs> it's awful. All right, and I did say, did say we weren't jokes. What do you call a guy who always tells the truth? Don't know. Frank. <laughs> oh, that tickled Elizabeth. That would keep that one. That one. That one was better than the other one. I think you, you did the worst one first, just to just to maybe make the second one hit harder. That like, one was. That one was a dab joke. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. I've noticed you've got Mr. Collins there. Oh, is that what your dog's called, Mr. Collins? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, I can't, the listeners haven't got a man's spot on my lap called Mr. Collins. It's a dog. I went to look after my, my friend's dog recently. I went with Annabelle just to give it some food, just to put some food down. She said to me, have you seen the uh, have you seen the dog bowl? I said, I didn't, I didn't know that he could do that. Oh, Sam. Oh, that's ter- that took me ages. <laughs> Did you even actually look after your friend's dog? They've got cats. <laughs> I will stop and breathe in your presence. Just breathe. Just breathe. On the first week of this month, we had Ian talk to us about Know Us By. I mean, Joe, it's just a, it goes on, doesn't it? As in, it's just not, no let up. Mm. And you know, notice from the Bible readings at the start of each of the Job episodes, they like fade in and fade out where we've skipped out verses because I think Ian's, unlike Ian, trying to get through it as fast as possible. <laughs> but that still takes weeks for Ian. But. Never mind. I was thinking there were some things he talked about, and I wasn't expecting him to go down that route. Oh, what do you mean? Well, you know, like he shared that story about his friend who was in that abusive marriage. Marriage. I thought, and it was still a powerful point, don't get me wrong, but I thought it was going to go down the route of that point when his friend opened up and said the truth of what was going on in the marriage. All right. And the impact of that. Because that's where my thinking was going. That I was, well, I was watching a program the other day, and um, they had a fight. These two characters, 
And then it, the fight ended with, oh, the truth hurts, doesn't it? And it's I was going down thinking of that, but sometimes it's quite painful to hear the truth, isn't it? And not just to, to our own circumstances, but like for his friend, I was thinking about the people that heard that truth or what that marriage was like and the pain involved in that, how painful that was for others to hear it. Obviously, he didn't go down that route, but... Yeah, that's kind of like what like what happened when the, the I guess the truth came out at the person's church. You mean that people can handle it? Yeah, like, and the church kind of turned on her because she was getting divorced. Because I think these days the church can be seen as a place where there's lots of rules and the rules are kind of more the most important thing. And I think because of that, it causes more hurt than too much hurt. Do you know what I mean? Do you think in that situation that it becomes more about them than the person who's experiencing? Yeah, and it's like, well, at the end, the thing that I mainly took out of this episode was um, that as 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 a church, for me, we should be known by our love and not our rules. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a lot of the time the church as a whole is kind of known by the rules and not our love, which is really annoying. Yeah, with rules, there's no room for grace, is there? Or there's not a lot of room for reacting in a, a loving way. Mm. Yeah. You you know the friend who talks up, who speaks, what's he called in the story? And God gets angry with him. It ends with an E, doesn't it? E, 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 yeah. Eliphaz? Eliphaz. I know, what he, I know the way he did it was wrong, but I kind of think he, get, he gets a bit of a hard time. I can not I I can understand why he said it mm-hmm. because I think I just wonder if you put yourself in his shoes and he sees his mate going through all this hideous stuff. Again, it's about how it impacts him rather than Joe. But I just wonder if he just got to a point. Is that like I've got to be honest about this? I just got to say it how it is. He didn't go about it in the right way. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. I had a situation where it's a while ago now, but where I was kind of trying to manage through quite a difficult period of time my mental health and stuff and it was I was questioning about whether I should take my medication and all this blather and I got in a bit of a rut about it and kind of didn't take my medication and a friend of mine is re- really close to me she'll just say it as as it is but up until that point she'd been quite soft about it then she had a bit to drink <laughs> and <laughs> for her when when alcohol is involved she relaxes a bit more barriers come down and there was this one evening it was me her and then a couple of other mates were out and she just went went for it she just was like no I've had enough now you've got to hear this and it was a really painful conversation to have and it was quite upsetting and stuff but what everything she said was right everything Mm. she said was I needed to hear but not in that way. And the timing was pretty shocking too. <laughs> but I could but also equally I understand why she reached that point. Because it must be really hard when you see your friends going through difficult moments and you need them to almost like wake up to what's going on. Mm. But yeah, didn't do it in the right way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess for what's her name? E E Elephant. Elif- Elephas. <laughs> I'm, <Elephant>. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to get that right now. I'm always gonna say elephant. 
for Eliphaz, I guess it's been building for a long time for for them as well. Um, so it'd be very easy to just snap, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. There must be like kind of what you're saying, but it's true. Like with your friend, like really hard as someone's friend to watch them going through something really difficult, and then to know the right way to respond to it. Yeah, in the moment. You know the scripture that you read, Elizabeth, on the next episode. I know you like faded in and out and stuff. Is that done in sequence? So it, it's the stuff that Elizabeth said after yeah. what happened with Eliphaz. Eliphaz. Yeah. And I, I, I know Job is in a really the worst of the worst. But do you think that conversation with Elephant, <laughs> Eliphaz, influenced Job to ask those questions? Yeah, I think most probably, yeah. Like you said with your friend, it's truth that you needed to hear. It's probably truth that Job needed to hear, but maybe not quite at that time in that way, like you said. So it's hard for it not to have an effect on you. Mm. Mm. Maybe as well, because, you know, sometimes, like I kind of experienced it this month a little bit, is like sometimes you can go through some, be going through something really difficult and... For the most part, you can keep your eyes fixed on God and be in the right mindset, but then just have a moment where you just completely lose it mm. <laughs> or like question loads of stuff. And I think that is just part and parcel of like life and going through hard stuff. There are mo- there are moments where you do just need to have an outburst mm. of despair. But then also it's like, how do you come out the other side? Like coming out the other side of it is like, can you either get there yourself or do you have people around you who then can speak the like truth to you or make it worse like Eliphaz? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. It did really make me think though, like from the very first episode, I I, I was thinking, surely the truth is always the right thing. And I, as I was listening to it, I was grappling with this, but what, when should you not say the truth? And that's not what Ian was saying. It's the way you're saying yeah. it. But it took me a couple of listens to it for me to let that sink in. Mm. But then I was also thinking, so why does the truth hurt then when it's said sometimes? Because surely that's the thing that will help us and set us free. I, mean, mm. I was thinking about the game Truth or Dare. Obviously, you can guarantee that people will mostly choose the dare yep. over the truth, won't they? They'd be yeah. like, I'd rather do that than... I think I'd always choose the dare, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather smother myself in sugar and treacle and go out and attract the wasps than tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but my mind went to peanut butter when you said that. I don't know why. <laughs> and also, it's just a game, isn't it, truth or dare? And if people do... Up the truth, they just say it. No, it's just a game. You don't actually have to say the truth. Yeah. But it's that thing of, yeah, I have to. That's the whole point. Uh, <laughs> I'll say it. I, Elizabeth, when you were talking, I was thinking about your, a bit where you talk in your episode in that the scripture that tells you to go and be, be on your own and mm. don't ask any questions. You're talking about that moment where you just reach a point where you just have to yell out or cry out or whatever. But the, the the thing you were talking about, <laughs> going into silence, not asking anything. Yeah. That's like nuts. I know. 
I'm not really very good at doing that. <laughs> I much prefer the emotional outbursts. Yeah. But I wonder how much more powerful then that would be if you did do that. Mm. I mean, there's a time and a place for both, I think. When I, I was listening to that episode, I was thinking you mentioned about, I don't, did you mention this or did I just misunderstand? A lot of the time when things like that happen and you kind of want to go and like meet up with somebody and have an event about it yeah, and just let it all out. But I think I, well, I know I'm, I'm not like that. I'm the sort of person to kind of like just bottle it all up inside, which I'm not sure is always the healthiest. But like maybe there's a difference between bottling it all up inside and also leaving it with God. Mm, I think that's two ends to the spectrum, the like bottling it up versus going and having an event to somebody. Because I don't I don't think it's always the best to sort of bottle things up. Because I kind of think when you bring stuff to God, it doesn't always have to be verbal. Because I suppose like the sort of silence thing, I sometimes think, or maybe Maybe that just looks like actually just being on your own somewhere and either speaking something out or just praying, but not in the hearing or knowledge of anyone else. I think that's different to just keeping it all internally. Because I think sometimes when you when you verbalize something in a way that's difficult, getting it out means it like loses some of its power because you're not just holding it to your, you know inside just to yourself mm. um but I think it's like a balance of like yeah between those two two extremes because I think sometimes like for me I think I talked about it in the episode I can't remember now but um there's a sense of like wanting like pain or something dif- difficult to be validated by somebody else so like that venting process can be in a way quite cathartic but I don't think it's always very very healthy because but then maybe that's where someone speaking truth to you like can be good in that sort of situation because you're not just sitting having a pity party with someone because I like I've got this one this one friend who she she'll like yeah she'll just say stuff as it is and if you want to have a pity party she's not the person to go to (laughs) but yeah lots of things to think about because yeah I think what you just said then Gracie is really powerful like how powerful or different could it be if that is how we responded to difficult things as to walk through that process that it says in Lamentations. Yeah, I mean, I, there, there, there are some times where I, I've chosen which friend to go and talk to because <laughs> I know that they will give me the response that I'm after, which is not always the right thing either. But yeah, I think there's a difference between bottling that up and being silent and not questioning. Mm. Well, I mean, you talked in your episode, didn't you, about being being more of an introvert? Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. So it might be part of those characteristics of who you are. That's how you deal with any situation is that you choose to keep it to yourself, whether that's right or wrong, whether that's just how you manage. And a lot of people would do that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, it's, it's, we were on a right roller coaster this month, didn't we? Goodness me. Um, it's, it's getting the balance because sometimes, yes, I am an introvert person and I do keep it all inside. And sometimes I do leave it with God and trust Him with it. I think more often than not, I'd like to think. But sometimes it is just nice to 
go out with a friend who I trust and talk about it, not necessarily rant about it or just to unpack. And I think even though that's the, my last go-to, when I do do that, it is it is helpful. It's like mm. it's like in the all the um, it's on a lot of adverts when with with sport about men's mental health, just like because I think it is a man thing to bottle it up inside. I mean, not putting a lid on it, but um, it's important to talk about things for, for your mental health with people you trust and do it in the right way. I think mm. that's what we're getting at throughout all these episodes, really. Yeah, I think all of them. Like like Ian was talking about the the, the episode where he injured himself, didn't he? And he, he didn't in that moment he didn't want any help. He just needed time. And 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 that's not to fault the people that were asked, you know, asking if they could help. But yeah, maybe for him it was just it offered at the wrong time in the in the wrong moment, or not mm. wrong. But yeah, he needed a bit of time to process it by himself. Yeah, and I think that's come across on in all of the episodes really. It's about timing, isn't it, and and how it's done. And, and I'm, I'm going to go on a bit of a roller coaster. So I was thinking again about Elizabeth, what you were saying, the story behind the song. I'm trying to put myself in, what's it, is he called Brian? Is her husband Jeff Brian? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Where I'm not saying I've been, what's, but I've been to a point where I've had a breakdown. And I was trying to think about if somebody in that point where I, I recognised that's what was happening, if somebody had said to me, let alone sung over me, <laughs> said to me, it's going to be okay. In that moment, how would I have taken that? And I don't think I would have taken it very graciously. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think I would have, that, that's too much too soon at the moment. But in, that song played an important part of my recovery, actually. Where I reached a point where I could start to say, you know, it's going to be, be okay. But um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I've waffled on, sorry. <laughs> no, it's good it's good because i when i was listening to that episode i kept thinking about what we talked about last month in the so what with your plaques is it plaques are your plaques that say um, pointless, plaques. pointless plaques that say uh this was it this shall pass which one this, uh, this yeah this will pass this will that this yeah. will pass like it will it will and yeah. we can trust we can trust in god that things shall pass and that it will be all right in the end and elizabeth you mentioned in your podcast about you're going through a massive life change mm-hmm. very soon i believe this is your last so what it is for um, a long time for a long time yeah and i think because i i'm also going through a massive life change but not not quite as soon as you we should we're probably what what's your massive life change we should probably <laughs> say that to <laughs> And going off to have a baby, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah, like very in soon. a matter of weeks. I yes. think it's a bit. I think it's a bit much that you're not willing to take the microphone, and for us to have a little chat. You know, if you went to lay, so <laughs> um, what? So what? Do a so what from the label yeah. board? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we're asking. So what, Elizabeth? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> No, probably not. Probably. What's you about, <laughs> um, But I think because some point after you, maybe a bit like a few months after you, a month and a half after you, I was going to say I am expecting. I'm going to. I am hopefully. How do I say this? Uh, my wife is also expecting to have a baby. I don't think I've said that. I don't know if I've said that on the podcast before, but it's happening. So we're both going through massive life changes, and I think when I was listening to that, I was thinking. We don't know what it will hold, but 
we trust and we trust in God that he will provide. Like when me and Annabelle were making the, the decision or deciding whether we were ready to become parents, one thing that stood out was, will we be able to provide for the child? Will everything be okay? Will they be okay? And I think we trust in God that we will provide and that he will provide everything that we need for the situation. It's the right time. So we, we go for it because we trust in him. Mm. Uh, so we'll wrap up today's episode by listening to a song about trust but as always if you have any comments any questions we would absolutely love for you to get in touch with us you can do that through any of the usual ways facebook instagram you can drop us an email as gracie suggested to me send us a carrier pigeon if you're not sure how to get in touch you can check out the link uh, the description in on Spotify. But yes, we'd absolutely love to hear your questions. We're always up for discussion and yeah, we'd love your input. So do get in touch with us. You can also catch us or you may be listening to us on Salvationist Radio at four o'clock on a Wednesday to which you can contact us by emailing plexus at salvationarmy.org.uk or catch us on our YouTube. Sailor, time to pause and comment below. The sweetest thing to trust you, just to know you got everything under control. It's the sweetest thing to trust. Quiet.
So sick.